So I'm here in the bike wash station with um, with Kate. Is this your mo most unique interview location? Most definitely. I don't think it's uh, most Perfect. unique. It's special. I think it makes it the most special. But uh, yeah, you just heard the voice of Carrie Warner, um, who took first place in the men's race Hors de Shore this year. Carrie, this was your first time doing Hors de Shore? Yeah, for sure. Uh, a group of dudes from Chicago in, in convinced my wife and I to, to come up for this. And I did Iceman last year, and I was like, Michigan's pretty cool. So yeah, it was pretty easy to come back. Yeah, I feel like hitting Iceman and now Word Shore, you've hit like two of the most iconic Michigan races, especially like in the mountain bike yeah. uh, spectrum. I'm kind of boycotting Schwamm again because I'm not a big fan of the Lifetime series. So maybe sometime down the road when the, the fire cools off on that a little bit. Yo, man, don't get political right away, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I remember... Uh, you rode drop bars last year for Iceman. Yep, for sure. Uh, planning on it again. We'll see what the weather's going to be like because I know that... Uh, it was a beaut last year. It was so nice. Way yeah. nicer than it is now here in, in Michigan. Yeah. During, uh, yeah, you know, I heard that like the last few years this was run, it's been like pretty warm just, and dusty. I was just talking to the race promoter. He said 23 years of sunshine. This is the, so I, I brought the rain, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Well, this is actually my first time doing Hors de Shore as well, so maybe I brought it. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, fantastic. Well, congratulations on a great race. And uh, are you uh, in Marquette for a couple more days and to be able to enjoy some of the other sites? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'd like to go for uh, a bike ride. I've heard some good things about the South Trail Network. Yeah. And... Uh, We'll see what, if the weather holds and it's nice tomorrow, I'm going to try to convince everybody to get out for a little spin. But we, my wife and I kind of made the mistake of flying into Chicago and then driving up. Oh, God. So at some point, we have to make our way back to Chicago for our flight home on Monday. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, again, congratulations. And, uh, I mean, Ordock is here for a celebratory beer, but have you been down to Black Rocks yet? I haven't, but you're the second person that's told me. You that. got it. You got to go. It's a it's a for sure thing. So make sure you hit that up before you leave. Uh, it's right up the street from Quick Stop, Kona Shop. Correct. I, yep. I know where it is because I stopped in there yesterday. Yeah. Cool, man. Thanks, Gary. Cool, thanks. KOM Cycling and Michigan Midpack Media, welcome to the Dirty Chain Podcast, the podcast that covers the cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Michigan Midpack. I am your host, Trevor. And yes, you just heard the voice of Carrie Warner, professional cyclist and overall men's winner of this year's Orta Shore out of Marquette, Michigan. Uh, this year, I had the pleasure of experiencing my very first Orta Shore. My wife and I spent about a week up in Marquette and uh, just took in all of the amazing Marquette and UP experiences, which started with, of course, Hors de Shore. 
And um, like I said, this was my first time up there for the event, for the race. And I feel a little embarrassed about living in Michigan for so long and never going up there. But um, what I was able to experience was was something uh, truly special. And I will definitely be back. I reached out to the good folks at Ordashore, and they hooked me up with Nikki DeWald Swenson. Nikki has been a part of Ordashore for 10 plus years and is currently the race coordinator. And we sat down and, as you will hear, became fast friends. Um, it kind of sounds like we're a couple people sitting in a bar having a conversation. And you know what? That's exactly what was happening. We were um, in the quietest corner we could find at Ordock, which is one of the amazing breweries in Marquette. And they just happened to be having their 10th anniversary party as we were there. Um, we kind of explain a little bit more about that. But there's definitely some background noise, and I hope it's not distracting. What I think is that you will uh, get a true feel, a true local feel for what it's like to be up there uh, in that area. A truly great conversation with Nikki, and uh, as you will hear, with a little help from her husband, John, um, all about Ordashore from the history to this year's event. One thing I want to say about this year's event, we do reference the female winner of the 48, the Hard Rock, and... Uh, I, as I was editing, I noticed we failed to mention her name, uh, so I wanted to make sure and do that here, but Emma Schwab uh, won the female 48 Hard Rock. She's out of the Traverse City area and rides for Haggerty, and uh, she did an absolutely fantastic job, so great job, Emma, and great job to, to everyone who took on um, the race in all of its iterations. It was so cool to see so many uh, familiar faces and um, and new faces, and just to be a part of this iconic Michigan race that I will definitely be back to. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. Here's my conversation with Nikki DeWald Swenson, race coordinator for Ordashore out of Marquette, Michigan. This... Totally is a shot in the dark. I, I wanted to, I, I definitely was going to do something about Ordashore. First time, I was excited to, to be up here for it. And um, and I don't know, it was also, we were up here for vacation. So, you know, we're doing our own thing. And then uh, we're going to leave tomorrow. And I thought, you know, I was, asked, I was talking to Rachel. I said, uh, maybe I should just like hit up their social media and say, we're here one more afternoon. Can anyone like come out and uh, like meet me somewhere, and uh, I'll buy him a beer and maybe do a little do a little interview or just like talk about Ordashore. And I thought maybe Nikki, you drew the short straw, but you it seems like no, you wanted to. <laughs> this is part of my job. I get to go on the news. Um, Nick Tuma. Scott Tuma's son, who is a race director, he does the social media and the other marketing, but I have been with the race since 2010, so I have been on the news for the race for almost a decade. So this is your thing. This like, is it. This is your thing. That's, that's yeah. amazing. So, so, Nikki, what's your last name? My name is Nikki DeWald Swenson. 
And um, and then what is your role in the whole Ordashore conglomerate? <laughs> I don't I, know if that's what it is. I'm the Ordashore, I'm the Ordashore race coordinator. Perfect. And there's two of us that uh, basically do Ordashore all year long. And that is myself. And then I have a co-worker named John Becker. And he is the other person that okay. gets paid everyone else is all volunteer i was just gonna say so so you this is your a full-time gig for you it isn't a full-time gig but um but it's a full year gig it's a full year gig okay okay that's 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 great um nikki will you tell everyone where we are right now um i think it's important to kind of set the scene and talk about where we're sitting and um, even like the, the situation that's yeah. happening a little bit. Excellent. I can do that. Yeah. So we are down here in Marquette, Michigan, on the shores of Lake Superior. Yeah. We are at the Ordock Brewing Company that is named after a couple steel Ordocks that are out in the water. And you can't miss it. You can't, can't miss them. <laughs> We're surrounded by sandstone. We're in a very old building that actually used to be a mechanics shop. And it used to have a ramp where they used to drive cars up onto this floor. And we'll no go to, I'll show you pictures downstairs. Okay. Yeah. So it's, there's a lot of history here. It, you, I think it was a car dealership when it first was put. Yeah, I think it was a car dealership first. But anyways. Um, and this is where the race ends. in At the shores of Lake Superior. Yeah. And it's uh, it's appropriate that we're here because the beer tent at the end of the at the finish line mm-hmm. is brought to you by Ordock Ordock Brewing, Brewing Company. Company, yeah, which uh, I spent a little bit of time at, and then I think we went directly from there to here. <laughs> Excellent. And we were just saying earlier too, uh, um, we were up here in February for. Oh, we did dance. Yeah, we danced. There was a live band upstairs and uh, did a little bit of dancing. The um, Driftless Revelers were the band, probably, and, and they yep. played at the, the and then finish they, they, line, they, too. They moved here, right? Like Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And Matt Sales, he played in my wedding, <laughs> the lead singer. <laughs> so a true local. Yeah. True local. I just want to say, like, walking through, so we were downstairs, we got a beer downstairs, and we walked up, we're upstairs, Ordock, and you obviously know everyone in this in this area. Maybe not everyone, but um, um, a true local and a true, uh, I don't know, everyone, I was like, oh, okay, I just should hang out with Nikki more when I'm, when I'm up here. <laughs> Most definitely. I do, uh, I love being in town, it's very... I, we do. We know everybody, and I do escape out in the woods. Actually, is my favorite thing to do. Which back in college, I never thought I'd be like a reckless, out in the woods type person. But as I've grown older, older I'm more fond of that. Did you grow up um, in Marquette area? I grew up in Traverse City. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. You were asking about Traverse City. Yep. Yeah. And then. Uh, Where'd you go to school? Uh. <laughs> I mean, which school? So college, I went, college. You mentioned college. I went college. to college here. Okay, okay, northern, okay. Yeah, and um, basically was, the whole reason I went... And didn't leave. Yeah, and I didn't leave, but I came here because I did not want to come go to a concrete jungle. I didn't want to go to concrete to go to school. Yeah. I needed more. You said you like to get out in the woods. How does that look for you if, when you're... So, so for me, it's getting out on a bike. Right. For so many people, 
listening to this, it's 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 out on a bike. But how does it? How does getting out? You know, look trails on the trail, like just hiking, running, any trail, any trail. Okay. Um, yes, we bike. We live up on five ten, which is part of the race course. Okay. Um, I ride horses. We ride on trails. Oh. I endurance race. I run. Yeah, any kind of forest time is perfect because what's cool about the forest up here is it's it's kind of um rainforesty it's wet up here so it's always cool in the woods yeah or or humid depending on when you hit it true true <laughs> it's definitely cooler than in the sun it yeah for sure for sure um so i will i have to admit this is this is only the third time i've been to marquette but it's each time I'm here, I'm like, oh my God, I need to be here more often. I was here in 2020. We were here in 2020. I did uh, that Crusher EX ridiculously long. Um, and that just made me fall in love with the, yeah, with the city. Out, outside time. Uh, woods time. A ton of woods time. <laughs> Some might say too, too much woods time. <laughs> you know, it's, it's storming outside right now or else we'd probably be outside hanging out. But uh, sure. when... We did that twenty uh, that uh, Crusher EX in twenty twenty. It the storms flew in like crazy. We hit two nasty storms, and uh, it really changed the whole the whole thing. But anyways, and then um, and then I was up here in February for we were up here in February for Polaroid, which was fantastic. Um, it's, here in the winter is like a whole other experience, um, especially in February. <laughs> oh yes. But um, Orta Shore has been on my bucket list for quite a while and I knew um, I have some mountain bike buddies actually my, my buddy Scott when I was first starting this podcast back in like 2019 one of the first ones I did he came up and did Orta Shore it was t- either 2018 or either 2018 or 2019 I think it was 2018 maybe but um, he did Orta Shore and I had we, we used to live in Indiana we've only lived in Michigan for like four years I I didn't know what Order Shore was. I didn't. I didn't really understand the whole Marquette UP thing, and just talking to him about it, it's like, man, this this sounds amazing. I need to get up here, and um, so it's been one of these races I've wanted to do. I wanted to do for so long. So I set it. I signed up for it, put it on the calendar for this year, and I was super excited about coming up here. And what I exper- I don't know. I experienced something a little different than I expected. I. I thought it was going to be a little more kind of local race, but it felt bigger. I, I don't. It it to me it, it kind of it felt like the the U. I, I don't know if this is a uh, if this. I, I don't, it, it felt like the UP Iceman. Does, does ever anyone say that? No, but that's a really good analogy. Yeah, definitely. The Iceman is a. A magnificent race. I'm not sure if that comparison is no, is I fair mean, or if that's I mean, like, it, but um, it, and I and I mean that as a compliment because that, it because to me what it felt like is is so many riders from Michigan from all over the country coming together, and um, it, I don't I don't know I mean Iceman is such a cool event pre and post and I felt that this weekend this last weekend um, riding or to shore I was like oh this is this is this is pretty. I mean, like, the course was great, the ride was great, and then everything else around it was fantastic too. What race did you do? I did the Hard Rock. 
excellent. Yeah. I and I would it was a little wet and people said it probably wasn't the best year to do it, but I I I didn't let it get me down. I loved it. No, the the water is okay. It wasn't too much water. If it was muddy, we didn't have to put in a couple bridges this year, which we normally do. What so, was the last wet year? I heard there was one like in it was like 2017 or yeah. something and we we had paper number plates that year. And when the riders oh, got no. <laughs> to the finish line, they'd pull them out of their back and they'd give them to me and they would just go, this is my number plate. It, it, I hope it works to get my time <laughs> over the finish line. Did it have a uh, one of the tracker things it on did. it? Or like so the... he saved it. Like it fell off oh in front God. of his bike. He <laughs> saved it. He put it and he's like, I hope this got my time over the finish line. Yeah. So then we went to Tyvek Bibs. And this is the first time it's rained since then. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I wasn't too worried about the rain. There were some, some slick spots, but... Um, Anyways, all that all that said, that was kind of a long-winded thing for me to say. I was very excited to be up here and to race it and to experience it, and I was kind of blown away. It, it is a course for me, I will say, because I am not a... I did a little bit of Ramba yesterday with a buddy that lives up here, right. and um, that's a little bit above my pay grade in terms of mountain biking. Lots of rocks and roots. Correct, and um, and I, I wanted to experience it, and we did some South Trail earlier today, and and a little bit um, earlier this week. You don't have any blood, so you did not blood. not at this point. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so but but the the course, I loved it. I mean, I thought it was fast, mm-hmm. and it was challenging at at times, but um, it was it was my kind. I'm a more of a like a gravel rider, right? It, so I I absolutely loved it, and I think that. Maybe uh, marketing-wise, you need to really get in with that gravel crowd. <laughs> well, you know, marketing-wise is we are we we topped out about 2,500 last year. It was 2,600. This was our biggest year because last year was a rollover of COVID. And hold on, so, hold on, real quick. So this was your biggest year? Yes. Okay, that's great. Yes. I mean, it seemed like even with the weather and everything, it seemed huge. I was. I was really impressed with how, how big of a event it was. You know, and everybody has to travel at least 300 miles to get here. Minimum. Right. Unless you're a local. So everybody was willing to, to pay the gas to get up here. And that was magnificent because that's what worried us. But, you know, I wanted 2,600. We did hit 2,500. Maybe next year we'll get more kids. But we're we are getting close to... We are a mass start. Yeah. And that is a big deal. So there were 1,200 people that started in the soft rock at the same time. And that's the biggest race, right? Yeah, that's the biggest one. So yeah. soft rock, which is 20... 28. 28 miles. Yep. And then the for the hard rock, which is 48 miles, there were 850 races. Yeah. And that is my favorite. That race, the start of that race is magnificent. Oof. Magnificently... Uh... I don't know, kind of puckering at times. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but just imagine you being in the 28 with the 1,200. Yeah. So it gets, it's to the point where, you know, we do need to make sure, like, Iceman has a cap. Right. 
And they also have multiple, multiple waves. Yeah. And, um, it, like, if we're talking about gravel uh, and Michigan, like, Beru Bay has several different start times for d- several different... That's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Getting food right now? He's coming over here. Good. He's going to have something to say. Good. No, <laughs> he actually starts the 48-mile race. Oh. He was the guy in He the- was at the at the... It's good, yeah. <laughs> What's uh, so so? What is your name? John Swenson. And John, what, what say that one more time so uh, <laughs> we could hear? It. Yeah, it's always a good time. I stand in front of a thousand people and hold a gun in the air and fire it. And uh, if it all works out, I go home at the end of the day. <laughs> so do you start the hard rock. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I uh, so I, I was. I didn't have the preferred start, which was fine, but I was just a little bit behind that. And um, I w- everyone talked about how many people there were, and like there's that big S curve and all that. Um, and it was a little wet, but uh, I don't know. I I felt like it was pretty pretty relaxed. I I was a little anxious about it, but uh, it wasn't too bad. So I don't know if it, maybe it was just the way you you shot that gun. Maybe it just really got people's attention. <laughs> Uh, it's always a good feel at the start. You know, that's a, that's a neat start line, and there's a lot of good energy there, and uh, it's always a, a good time for sure. Starting in um, in Ishpeming. No, no, Nagani. Sorry. Jesus. Yep. Like, starting in Nagani. Um, you do ride through Ishpeming a little bit. Yeah. Um, so so give, give me a little bit of history. Um, I'm hoping people that listen know about or to shore but can you just like so you you said you have been with the the race for 10 years a little bit over 10 years a little bit over 10 years and scott tuma is our race director our fearless leader and he is a northern graduate he was a northern uh, cross-country skier and him and a couple friends they uh decided they wanted some races in town so, um, one of the founders of the No Cayman On, John Momarts, started putting a course in and figuring out how to get from up there, down here, for a ski race. Okay. So, the ski race was born first. Interesting. Okay. And then Scott took the reins with a couple others, and they designed a course down for mountain biking. And it does go along the same lines a little bit. And we could say that the Noki is the big brother to the Order Shore. Okay. So the Noki has been going on for 25 years. And today, this year was the 23rd of the Order Shore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's brainchild of a couple guys that just wanted to hammer. Sure. Down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I, the course, I mean, not doing it before and asking like everyone I know about it. Um, there was a lot of like, well, you know, it's uphill for the first whatever miles, and then it's all downhill. And I'm like, it's not all downhill. There's so <laughs> many punchy hills all the way to the to the finish, including uh, what's what's the one we just we just Misery. rode in North Trail. Uh, oh, uh, right before the end, and you go up. 
Kirby's. Kirby, Kirby's Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> there, there's so many of those punchy hills throughout the whole thing, and which is fine. I like actually. I'd rather go up a hill than down a hill because I'm just kind of like, but, uh, um, but yeah, <laughs> when you look on the, on the elevation grade, it's like, okay, yeah, it is, it is all downhill kind of half, half of it, but it didn't feel like that to me. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely up and down and you do have, you do come down to sea level, mm-hmm. thus the, or to shore. Right. And yes, yeah, so Ishbaming Nagani is the birthplace of mining. It's where they first found iron ore, and so that's how it came up with this name. And we've been uh, we've been excited that it's still just going strong. Yeah. And it, yeah you mentioned something about you were you were uh, kind of a question. I mean, like it is in an interesting area, right? Like you have to work to get to Marquette um, whether it's from the, the the lower peninsula or anywhere else in the country I mean you got to figure you got to figure out actually um, I was at the bike wash station with uh, and behind us was Kerry Warner who won this year like and the hard rock and then okay his his wife won or was second place okay. for the hard rock so I do have a quick story for you and I was supposed to look it up before I came to see you and the winner of the Hard Rock Woman was a TC uh, Traverse City. She went directly to Downwind Sports. We were there and, and bought, bought a, a brand bike. new bike. That's so funny. We were there. <laughs> we were at Downwind's. Yay! That's so funny. And uh, we're like checking out or something. And there's like a family there. And uh, and I I didn't really hear it, but we leave and Rachel's like pretty sure they just said that she just won the hard rock yeah. the dad yeah and, she was looking at and then the yeah they were looking at a bike and <laughs> so. oh yeah no, she just she and that's where john was talking with jeff sacer who's a co-owner of downwind and he jeff told him today that she came and took her prize money and put it down that's bought it with, that's bought so a bike great with it. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean <laughs> that's so cool i mean and i I'm not. Sh- I think she's. Is she in college? She's young, but uh, she's just she's young. She's maybe. She high needed school, a new maybe. bike. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool that well, she bought it here. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm glad she bought a bike, but she she won on the old one. What's wrong with the old one? So. <laughs> <laughs> so um, recently, we sent out a newsletter, and I don't know if you saw it, but it's a picture of a guy on a bike, and there's a mining truck behind it, and then there's a mining tower right behind that. So it's like this epic photo, but there was a couple guys that like rode these relics of bikes <laughs> that weren't really, they weren't good bikes, but they were, they're both mechanics, so they both fixed them up, yeah. but they did not have disc brakes. And they, so this photo, you have to go find it, or I'll send it to you, is just so cool, because I like saw it, and I'm like, is this on course? Because I have never seen the spot. This was this year? Yeah. Or- it came in the newsletter just recently, which okay. was like a couple days ago the newsletter came out. And all the photos are out. Oh, so this is a post-race newsletter. Oh, this is the one with the survey, right? 
I, yeah. Or, or so, yeah. yeah. So that yeah. picture is okay. a gentleman by the name of Brian Geschel, and he is on a relic of a bike. So check out the bike. This is, I mean, this is what I, I love to look at old race photos of, um, we were talking about Iceman, so, and like, you see these old race photos of, of people riding Iceman, and I'm sure that the same thing. I saw some, I think it was Danny Hill put up a, a, a picture of him. He's like, he's like, good it, luck, I'm not racing this yes. time, but like, I hope you... I hope you stay upright and his face is bloody and uh, oh my I don't gosh. know what year I that totally was. wanted to talk about that. Yeah, because <laughs> those bad boys wanted to ride some kind of race and get out there and they <laughs> paved the way for us. Like it was like the Wild West back then. <laughs> I mean, even when I just started and when I first started managing the race, it was the Wild West. Oh, oh yeah, Rachel, we, we were looking at that. You put it up on the... Uh, it was an Instagram post or a Facebook post or something. It was like everything that someone picked up or like all, all the volunteers picked up all these things. And there were probably uh, 73 bottles. Yes, and then, bottles. But there was one saddle. Yes. Like, <laughs> so someone lost his saddle on the 10 miles from the finish. Yes. And I heard about it before it even was. Yeah. So the saddle was a topic of Do we know what... What happened no. to the uh, the rest of the bike no, slash person? But maybe we could put that in the survey. Did they finish? Yeah, yeah. Well, was it because the soft rock and the hard rock come together? They do. So I think it was probably the same mm-hmm. part of that course, but. Uh, <laughs> I just want to know: Did they finish? Did they finish standing up? Did they have a dropper post and could they drop it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we might need to do something like on social media and be like, who's the owner of the saddle? Yeah. Are they willing to admit? Yeah, <laughs> and we'll give them a little perk of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it would. It would. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, it would be super impressive if they finished and uh, if they got through that. Um, I love the course. I, I think I said that already. Had a good amount of single track um but also some places where you can just like open her up and right. and let it let it rip and you know cadence. really work with with other people and it's uh it's a it, it it was it was my kind of course for sure and uh it got a little greasy out there in some of the the wet spots and i think i lost some places but um this, it was actually a really big race for me too i've been telling i've been Telling this story to anyone that was willing to listen, but um, that's why I have a podcast, so I guess I'll, I'll tell everyone. But um, I uh, I crashed three months, two months ago. Uh, uh, really bad road crash. Broke my collarbone, five ribs, whoa. Uh, punctured lung, concussion, like all all that kind of stuff. So I haven't. I've been riding a little bit, but I haven't uh, towed the line at all. And so talking about the start. And being a little anxious about how like how crazy it would be, and um, it was yeah I don't know it was it, it was uh, I, I was a little nervous. And then as soon as as soon as you fired that gun, like uh, I was like I was like all right, I'm I'm back to it, and and I felt Perfect. good. So it was a it was a big confidence booster for me to to uh, be a part of it. 
and then to finish it and be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't crash. I didn't, you know, it, it all worked out well. So it was, a, it was a good time. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, we would love to have you back. Oh, I will, I will definitely come back. This was what I was, blo- I was blown away with um, the, just how it was a, it was a great event, great race. But then I, I just like seeing all these people that I knew. I was like, hey, I know you, I know you, I know you. And then I realized like, oh, this is a, this is a highlighted event for the year that I, I kind of didn't realize was, and people make a make a point to mm-hmm. to uh, block it off and then come up here, and and do, especially for mountain bikers, yeah, yeah, and 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 like yeah, I mean it's just it's like okay, this is I I need to make sure this is part of my calendar every year. Yeah. This is a big big deal. So what's cool is. It is on everyone's calendar, and no other bike races will make a race on our date because it's good enough. Like the War Series, the Wisconsin Off-Road Racing Series, like they don't even have a race on this date because everybody comes here. Yeah. And so that's really special to us that everyone is like, okay, got you got that. It's always the same weekend. And the order shore gets to carry that tow that line. Yeah. So I run the uh, the Parks and Rec department for the city of Marquette, and we have a campground, tourist park campground. Yeah, yeah. And um, which most of the sorry, I don't mean it, but like uh, so many of the Traverse City guys come up and stay at at yeah yeah like fifty of them yeah Yeah, definitely. So we um yeah. Yeah, John Holberg. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we opened reservations on uh, January 1st, and uh, Order Shore Weekend fills up within the first five minutes, and then it's like 15 minutes later that the, the 4th of July fills up. So that's about the order of things. That's how... That's how so uh, Order Shore first, and yep. then 4th of July. It's, it's the first thing filled, Yeah, and it's instant, too. So yeah. it's pretty awesome. That is... That's, that's fantastic. No, I have listened to your podcast before because I think it was that year that your friend did it. Okay. And somehow I got a line on that, and I yeah. was like, I need to see what he said. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So I have always known you're out there. That's so now you are fully on my radar. That's that's great. And makes me super excited. Yeah. No, I'm I'm so glad that you were. I mean, it's I I don't feel like I had to really like pull any arms or whatever to get you up to Ordock and buy you a beer and, and chat oh, but about but this is the part where I say this is Ordock's 10th yes. birthday. They have been here for one decade, and right now they're having a party upstairs for all the people that helped make it happen, and luckily I got invited to that party. So And that's why we have a seat right now. And that's why we have this little <laughs> special nook. Yeah, but uh, Andrea and Wes started this out of their basement. We yeah, this is uh, no, that's amazing. That's so cool, and, and what it is now, yeah. Yeah, and the breweries here in this town are amazing. Absolutely. And I mean, it has changed since we since I moved up here considerably. The best part of Marquette is that the quality of life rules. It doesn't matter how much money you make. You're all friends. You all want to get outside. Yeah. Uh, amen. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, buddy of ours, Ben Alter, he is uh, works at one of the bike shops here. Um, student at Northern, 
and wants to continue to live here. But, you know, I, I feel like he's crunched the numbers with the, uh, just like if you want access to trails, access to outside, skiing, biking, all of that kind of stuff, if you want that same kind of access and quality of life, you can't get it anywhere in the same price point as you can in Marquette. Um, right. It's like kind of the mini mountains here. Right. And the rocks are here. And that's where, like, like the choice of college with being Northern Michigan University was it wasn't a concrete playground. It actually was a rock waterfall lake superior playground i mean you have this horizon in town if you live in town you always have a horizon yeah moving out to the woods we realize there's no horizon when you live deep in the woods sure and it's one thing i missed because traverse city i had a horizon too for sure so that's super special yeah um let's uh Let's talk a little bit more about Ordashore Great. Before we finish up here. Okay, sorry um, about that. <laughs> no, I, I love this. I mean, this is, this is fantastic. Um, so, so I mentioned uh, this this guy, Kerry Warner, who I had a just like a, a weird chance encounter of like talking to him a little bit after he won the, the Hard Rock. But I, I like that um, there's, a, there's a lot of like Michigan, Wisconsin... Uh, athletes that come and do or to shore but mm-hmm. then he's a Virginia guy he's he's a pretty well-known athlete coming out like um, that's I mean that's got to be pretty exciting but you have you're, you're obviously I, I don't feel like you have to do a ton of advertisement for or to shore because it's just you're full already um, so I don't know it's kind of a, an interesting spot you're in um, you probably could be getting more big pros in but you don't necessarily need to you know uh, where, where do you find that balance about what kind of race you want to be well I don't know how to fully answer that question but I can tell you a I'm not really things. sure I knew how to ask that question so <laughs> so the top 10 guys all showed up from last year so I help do preferred starts and all those guys always come back mm-hmm. and this year like the top 10 guys were back. Yep. And that was pretty cool. And then, did you hear about the finish? Well, this is... Oh, I heard about it. Rachel was there at the end, and she's, like, really uh, blown away about uh, how close of a finish it was after nearly 50 miles of, of wet, muddy, whatever. Um, it, there was eight, eight people that came in at the same time or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It was, it was high intensity when they came in, and Nick Tuma, the race director's son, rides the motorcycle that leads them out. Okay, and he was going through the gears, man, <laughs> and those boys were right behind him. Yeah, and so it was one of our coolest finishes in a long, long time. That's great. And you know, uh, Brian Matters came back year yeah. after year. Cole Houses came back year after year. There's uh, like several others. Yeah. All those gentlemen are. Wakely is always. Oh, like, Wakely, yeah, yeah. And they are amazing athletes, and it is so cool that they have this on their agenda. Yeah, and I and and now I get it. I I wanted to come experience it, and now I, uh, and now and now I get it. 
I, I get why everyone comes back, and and I'll be back. Um, it's this is a great time of year to be in Marquette, and it's also a great time to race in Marquette. So, thank you, Nikki, John. Thank you, John. And um, this is this is perfect. It, Rachel, what am I missing? Do I have to? Yeah. Well, I guess the biggest thing is sponsorships and being the way that we are up here 300 miles from anything. It's all local sponsorships. Like, yeah. And so that's what keeps us sustained. So we thank all those sponsors and we thank all our volunteers. I'm in yeah. charge of getting the volunteers and they come out of the woodwork and yeah. it's amazing. That's landowners too we go through like 83 different properties well, that was that they about, yeah. yeah so i saw that with um just saying like don't don't go th don't ride the course before the day because right. because you're going through private land yeah um so that yeah that's so volunteers landowners uh sponsored local sponsors it is a truly local event and yes. and it was obvious even going to some bike shops before we before the day, before Saturday, um, it was like, oh no, it's kind of all hands on deck. It's like all these different bike shops are kind of, yeah. you know, volunteering <laughs> in different ways, and um, yeah. it's it, it, that's great. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. So we're very appreciative of yeah. all the people, and the community supports it, and it is a wild weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> And with that, thank you very much. Thank you. The Dirty Chain Podcast is a Michigan Mid-Pack Media production in partnership with KOM Cycling, the source for your bike accessories and necessities. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirty Chain Podcast. Email dirtychainpodcast at gmail.com. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you use to listen Audio editing and original music by myself, Trevor Gibney. Huge thank you to Nikki and John and everyone at Order Shore for a fantastic event. And thank you all for listening to this episode. And as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. We will see you in the mid-pack.